Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Does it seem like you're never going to reach the finish line? Pressures, daily pressures, we all have them. And perhaps you're thinking, well, the pressures I'm dealing with are much greater than my neighbors. Well, in today's podcast, uh, Dr. Rhoda looks at pressure and looks at really realistic viewpoints, excuse me, realistic viewpoints in how we approach the daily pressures which we know are inevitable. And maybe we should welcome them. Yeah. Pressure is a daily fact of life, as you mentioned. There are things in life that cause our stress levels to elevate, whether it's an impending deadline at work, trying to, to balance the demands of both home and work, losing a loved one, dealing with chronic illness. Pressure exists, and it's just not going anywhere. So how do we deal with it in the most beneficial way possible? Let's take a look at this and see what the research tells us. So the British Psychological Society has recently shared a very interesting article that summarizes much of this research. And there are specific things we can do to help us cope under pressure. So there are two different kinds of pressure. Okay, so let's delineate this. The first is chronic. And chronic means it's ongoing over time. It's not gonna get better, this is just what it is and it's something you have to learn to deal with. Things like an illness. Or, you know, we're always going to have deadlines that we have to meet at work. Or we're always going to have financial bills. That's like chronic stress. It's ongoing. It's not like it's going to come to an end. The second type is acute stress or acute pressures. And those are single events, such as you have to speak in public at a meeting. Um, you have to pay for a wedding that's coming up. You're running in a race. Uh, you have a job interview or a big presentation at work. It's something with a beginning and an end. That would be the acute. And one of the things we're learning that makes a tremendous difference on how individuals handle stress is something called a stress mindset. And so as I'm listening to Dr. Rhoda and I'm looking at these, I'd like you to reflect with me. Let's look at the acute stress first of all. Uh, if I would ask you to publicly speak, what are you thinking right now? If I would ask you, hey, you get to run in the big race. So I'll just, sorry, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to talk about my boys a little bit. Yeah. One of my boys, he lives for that. He absolutely lives for that. When we say prayers at night, he says, Lord, thanks for giving me the opportunity to run. <laughs> One of my other boys, it is the exact opposite. And it's somewhat, I'm just going to say it. His prayer was, thanks for not having me run today. <laughs> so, you know, how they perceive the same event is so vastly different. Yeah. And so part of that has to do with our mindset, how we're looking at it, the outset of our mind. So if you're aware of or recognize that things are stressful and they're going to be stressful, and this is just how it is, if you manage that right, it can actually help you accomplish things. Stress can be very helpful. In fact, that's its real purpose. Stress can sharpen our focus. It can strengthen our motivation. It offers opportunities both for learning and achieving. If you look at stress this way, you have a positive stress mindset. And, and what I love about that comment, positive stress mindset, is I rarely ever hear that. 
Hey. When you look at books mm -hmm. uh, on the topic, you rarely hear that. So positive yeah. stress mindset. Yep. And the opposite of that is a negative stress mindset. And so if you view stress as unpleasant, harmful, debilitating, negative, then that can be exactly what it is. So it turns out, you know, we know that anxiety happens when our fear is out of proportion with the actual threat. So anxiety, stress, worry, it's a thing to keep us alive, but sometimes we start becoming stressed by things that aren't life and death situations, right? And that's when we start to get into trouble, when the fear is out of proportion with the actual threat. So if you think about it, it's all based on how we're thinking about it. And so again, the power of our thoughts, how we think about things makes a difference in how we feel about them, which impacts our actions, and that also impacts our health. Remember, our thoughts lead to our emotions or feelings, and that's what motivates our actions. We can't have, it's just impossible to have an emotion or an action without a thought. And we have complete, absolute, complete control over what and how we think. So if we think of stress as this thing that is just overwhelming and debilitating and miserable, we're gonna end up with one kind of feeling, which leads to one kind of action, which impacts our body with chemicals, neurochemicals, stress chemicals, hormones. If we think that, you know what, stress is a part of life, I can manage this. If I manage it well, it cannot actually increase my focus, increase my motivation. Then we have that positive stress mindset. I, I think, yeah, according to looking at that point, isn't it true how we view things in life? Mm -hmm. uh, just yesterday, an individual said, oh, I wish, wish, wish uh, that my daughter would just take time to look at all the positive things. She's always such a perfectionist. She's always so critical on how she did this or how she did that. If she just take a step back, she would see, you know, same situation, but the outcome completely different. And I think this is particularly difficult for teachers who tend to be perfectionists yep. at times, or also teachers tend to be idealistic mm -hmm. at times. We so desperately want a world that, that was created like it was before Adam and Eve mm -hmm. sinned. And so, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, so two people can look at the exact same situation, like you mentioned with your boys with running, and come up with two absolutely different conclusions. So, And one of them will be stressed by something, and the other will actually be motivated by something. So we have so much power with this and how we think about it. So research indicates that people with a positive stress mindset come up with positive coping strategies that boost their performance. A study in 2017 by Ann Casper found that when people know they are facing a challenging day, a positive stress mindset can increase their performance and make them feel more energized. Whereas with a negative stress mindset, the exact opposite ha happens. And this isn't just for adults. Aaliyah Crum, she's a researcher at Stanford. She's applied this research to adolescents and found that when youth can learn a positive stress mindset, they are much more resilient when faced with the challenges of adolescence. We know that adolescence comes with a lot of stressful times. So how are we equipping our young people to have a positive stress mindset as they go through this stuff? They're not alone. We have to normalize things. Everybody gets dejected. Everybody gets disappointed. Everybody is going to be sad and lonely at times. How do you look at this? How do you frame it? That makes all the difference in how you're able to handle it. And what I love about this is here I'm listening to this and I'm saying, oh, if I could go back in time as a teacher, why don't we talk about these things? Why don't we talk about stress and the mindset we have? That's why we have this podcast. Right, right, right. Thank you, <laughs> listeners, for giving us something to do. Yes. No, we, um, it's so, so, so true, though. We as educators, I mean, we, we don't get this right. We are just 
asking spinning our for, wheels yes yeah. absolutely the educational stuff can't happen without the positive mindset the culture the area where all this learning takes place so if we know that a positive stress mindset helps us handle life's difficulties and can actually help us be more focused more motivated more energized then by all means let's teach this to our kids and let's model this for our children but what do we do if we have a negative stress mindset? What if by nature, we don't see things in this optimistic way? That is a great, great question because some of us after reflecting, we just really struggle with this. Yeah, so can our mindset regarding stress be changed? The research would say, yes, it can. So remember we have neural pathways. How we think about things over and over and over again becomes our norm. And so if you've always gone to the negative, you have practiced being negative about this and that's your, your go-to, it comes very easy. But we know that neural pathways can be reprogrammed. You can develop new neural pathways and you can target neural pathways that aren't serving you well and, and get rid of them. So a couple of, couple of tips just for if we struggle with this uh, positive stress mindset. First off, it turns out the media can be helpful for this. No, everybody's saying, what? Dr. Yeah. Rona, tell us more. Like, tell us how the media can be helpful in this area. When you watch movies or TV shows or read books about characters overcoming stressful situations in a positive way, it actually makes it possible in your mind for you to do the same. These mirror neurons where we take on somebody else and feel empathy and compassion towards them, as we do this, it actually grows new neural pathways within our own mind. So we start, just like if you um, start thinking about positive things, you grow new neural pathways that that help you look for positive things by watching movies, by reading books, it does increase those positive pathways. Now I know full well that people, positivity is my number two strengths quest trait. And people, my no, colleagues, I, I just got teased the other day in a meeting about, you know, yeah, but if you can save one, right? That's Rhoda, <laughs> but that's what it is. That's what's in our control. That's what we have, right? And we can change our neural pathways. We can, we can find more positive ways. That working with one person to help them figure this out, that does make a difference. That's what we have. And so movies, media can actually help for this. Um, I'm not a fan of scary movies, but it turns out that they can actually be really helpful too. When we watch a scary movie, it has a way of recalibrating our brain to where our stress doesn't seem so bad. Watching something like Jaws or, you know, you watch these people overcome these tremendous circumstances and it actually helps like normalize our everyday stuff of what we're going through. I think it's one of the reasons we love movies so much. We get to take a little escape and we come back to our life and our life doesn't seem so bad after mm -hmm. a lot of these movies. Keep in mind, I'm not advocating that you show your kids scary movies. I'm just saying that they can help us recalibrate our scenarios and, and help us understand circumstances better, put things into perspective. And in passing with colleagues in the hallways, sometimes we make this statement, well, that's a first world problem mm -hmm. as opposed to a third world right. problem. And, right. and isn't that the truth? Uh, yeah. If we if we take a, a big snapshot at yeah. life, we realize, wow. Yeah, I'm concerned about this these tests that I have to get graded and handed back or these papers that I have to, you know, somewhere right now, they can't mm -hmm. go to a water faucet and turn on clean, clear water and have a drink of clean, clear water. I mean, just how blessed we are, right? Mm -hmm. That helps to put things in perspective as well. Another way, another strategy is there's more and more evidence that a cheerful perspective on life, finding the good things, leads to a positive stress mindset. Remember, I've been just talking about this. We can rewire our neural pathways. The more we think of stress as a manageable thing, the easier that thought becomes. So, so one of the things that I've been trying to do is at night when I'm laying in bed before I go to sleep, I try to reflect on the entire day and I try to pull out all the positives. And it is so rewarding because if, if you take time, you realize, 
how many awesome, great things you were privileged to, to experience during the day. You are spot on with that. You are rewiring your brain to look for the positives. So then it becomes easier to do the next morning when you wake up. That's such a good practice. You know, just the fact that um, the sun came up this morning. There was a beautiful sun. What did I hear somebody say the other day? She said something to the effect of, as long as God gives me the oxygen to breathe, I'll figure out the rest of the stuff. Because <laughs> she was feeling very stressed, right? And so just a simple gift of being able to breathe, right? So yeah. And then one more tip, as you're going through trust, stressful times to help you get that positive stress mindset, support from a friend is huge. A text message, a note, a phone call from a loved one can help us look at a stressful situation as less daunting. We know we're not alone. We know that we're going to be loved and accepted regardless. And it just, again, helps put things into perspective for us so as we can be there for each other. We don't have to solve other people's problems for them. We just need to be there with them, stand with them as they solve their own problems. So in wrapping this up, how we look at stress helps determine how well we cope with it. I believe that stress is a perception of lack of control. We feel stressed by things that seem outside of our control. And yet, here's just an example. How others drive is completely out of my control. And yet that doesn't keep me from getting in my car and coming to work in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't control everything. You just have to take a calculated risk. And so that's the same thing with other things in life that are stressful. There are people that have managed this. There are people that have survived this. I tell myself many times a day, feeling overwhelmed is a choice. Feeling overwhelmed is a choice I'm making or not making. And, and as much as we don't like to hear that, it really is true. Yeah. Certainly to a degree. Yep. Mm -hmm. So how we frame things, our perspective is so very crucial. So if we see stress as an inevitable, inevitable part of life, we understand our value and worth is not tied to how we perform. We prepare faithfully and put forth our best effort. Then we can move forward with a positive stress mindset. And actually, it can help us be more focused, more energized, more motivated. As we think positively and talk to ourselves in a positive manner, our amygdala, we've talked about this before, that part of the brain responsible for sensing danger or th threat, the fight, flight, freeze response. As we talk to ourselves positively, that stays under control. And we can continue to think clearly, uh, be clear-headed, manage the stress to actually work well for us and help us accomplish what needs to be accomplished. So as we make this choice about how we think about potentially stress, stressful situations, a positive stress mindset, a negative stress mindset, and, and we choose the positive, we're not only serving ourselves well, but we're also modeling it for our children. Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five key takeaways from today's episode. Number one, be aware that your stress mindset is a choice. It's either positive or negative, but it is a choice. Number two, research certainly suggests that positive coping strategies bring positive results. Use these positive coping strategies as leverage to continue your viewpoint on issues when you feel under pressure. Number three, many of us, all of us at some times struggle with the negative stress mindset. Some of the things that we can do to address this is look at media. Actually, media can be helpful to overcome stressful situations in a positive way, be it um, a great movie that has a great storyline, uh, uplifting. And also uh, be aware that modeling is very, very important. Number four, we all need it. Look for support. Look to others around you to support and you yourself support those. And number five, as we do these things for ourselves, 
we directly and indirectly model how we deal with pressure to those who are entrusted to us. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.